0: In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the year 1984, moviegoers across the world experienced just a taste of what it might be like to sit at the feet of someone truly wise. Mr. Miyagi, the now-famous mentor of Daniel LaRusso in The Karate Kid, opens our imaginations to what it might be like to patiently learn from an unexpected source of knowledge and power, to submit oneself to an honorable teacher and obtain the skills truly needed to overcome the odds and do the impossible. As one watches the karate kid and follows the story of such an ideal mentor and such an ideal student, we might wonder why this sort of relationship seems limited to the TV screen. We often find our own role models in the form of sports and television stars, of musicians and influencers and politicians people who broadcast their values and ideas to us from far away, while we, from across the screen, long to mimic this sense of fulfillment and achievement that we glimpse in these figures and in the stories that they tell. To some, it might seem at this point more liberating to just avoid concepts of mentorship and submission altogether, and embrace the freedom of determining one's own life choices at one's own pace, seeking wisdom and understanding from within instead of from others. Our gospel reading today takes us back to a reality without our modern ways of communication or Western sense of individualism, but with that same sense of longing for understanding and for a more fulfilling life full of achievement. In the world of the Gospels, there were certain types of people who made it their mission to obtain wisdom for others. Philosophers, teachers, and scribes who could amass wisdom and then give it to the world, directing people's lives towards better ends through their teaching. The teachers of the law specifically dealt in the wisdom of God, teaching people the proper way to live in community as God's people. Jesus, though, in his prayer to the Father, thanks him for concealing wisdom from the wise, and giving it instead to who he calls babes. He says that the teachers of the law are blind, and that the recipients of divine wisdom are instead this ragtag group of mostly fishermen who have chosen to follow Jesus. And these followers don't exactly have the best track record. In fact, much ink has been spilled by the evangelists, just to show us how mundane and foolish these disciples often were. They constantly misunderstand Jesus' teachings and parables. They doubt or just don't even consider his ability to perform miracles in difficult situations. And ultimately, as Jesus gets arrested in Gethsemane, they flee and desert their Lord. So on what grounds are the disciples of Jesus any more wise than the teachers of the law? The only thing that could possibly make the disciples, who Jesus even here calls babes, wise, is their relationship with him. Nothing that they've learned. No life experience or qualifications. Absolutely nothing apart from the illuminating presence of Jesus himself, qualifies these disciples. Jesus says in verse 27, All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Despite what the disciples know or don't know, They walk with Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who reveals the Father to them simply by being the perfect image of the Father. The disciples have received the full revelation of Christ because of the community that Christ has formed around himself and reveals himself in. Through Christ, the disciples know the Father and will obtain the gift of the Spirit, they don't understand everything. They aren't at all perfect, but they walk with God. And eventually, these ignorant, cowardly disciples will spread the gospel of Christ across the entire known world, most of them being courageously martyred for the sake of their Savior. And simple knowledge doesn't generate this kind of change and conviction. Now, knowledge is 100% useful, I say to you as a seminarian. (laughs) But this new way of being and living at the foot of a different kind of teacher, that's what generated the change in the disciples. No life of wisdom and learning could have really done that. To return to our example of the karate kid... What separates Daniel from his opponents is not his innate knowledge of karate or years spent practicing, but the change of character stemming from his relationship with Mr. Miyagi. Daniel's opponents from the Cobra Kai school most definitely had a more in-depth understanding of martial arts, but their character remained unformed. Daniel, on the other hand, did chores. He talked with and he learned from an old man. He formed a relationship with his teacher and absorbed the character of his master as he learned martial arts from Mr. Miyagi's unconventional teaching method. And as Mr. Miyagi unfolded his identity, who he was to Daniel those unconventional teachings began to make sense as he took on and lived by the character of his master. Christ is the image of the Father in the world, and in his life, death, and resurrection, he revealed the very nature of God to his disciples, who then went on to imitate Christ in their own ministries and martyrdoms. The disciples lived life in community, slowly shaped by Jesus into the people who would build up his church. They wouldn't remain ignorant disciples forever, just as Daniel LaRusso didn't remain ignorant of martial arts forever. But the qualification to receive God's wisdom didn't come from innate skill or knowledge or pedigree. It came from the willingness to learn from Christ and to be a part of the community that he was forming and the life that he was living. And eventually, in that wisdom, that relationship, that life, they were ready to put on Christ's yoke and bind themselves forever to his ministry. These comfortable words we hear at the end of our Gospel reading each week after confession, come unto me all, that, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That relationship that the disciples entered into, it would be a burden, Christ promises that it is a good burden coming from a Lord who is gentle and meek and lowly in heart, but it is nonetheless a burden. When we accept this burden of Christ, we are yoked to and united to Him. We're given a relationship of participation with Christ when we take on that name Christian. We, with the disciples, take on the work of our Lord and all that comes with it. This is a work of healing and reconciliation, forgiving and being forgiven. Our burden is the cross. It's suffering for the sake of the gospel. It's constantly dying to ourselves. It's rejecting the ugliness in the world and the ugliness within ourselves and instead clinging to those things that bring us closer to Christ and that builds one another up. During my time here at All Souls, people have often asked me what I've been learning throughout this internship. Now, I could answer that question in a lot of ways, but most importantly, I've learned much about our shared Christian vocation to remember. Remembering is something that Christians just do. We remember the story of Scripture in which we locate ourselves, and we live by that story. We do in the Eucharist, we do this in remembrance of Christ. But Christian remembrance is something so much more than just recalling or remembering something. Christian remembrance is so much more powerful. In Christian remembrance, we actively participate in God's reality, and by the Holy Spirit, we are given Christ himself. During the daily office, we pray each day for our community and for the world. We say each other's names out loud we vocally remember each other as we pray for the church. We don't forget about those unable to make it to church. We don't forget about the faithful departed. We don't forget about those in need. These lists of names that we pray for every day get long and unwieldy, but that's reflective of our Christian vocation to remember one another in our prayers. Because as we are yoked to Christ, we are yoked to his church, to each other. We remember one another. We visit one another. We bring Christ to one another. We walk with one another in joy and in suffering and in death, but ultimately in resurrection. My prayer for this community is that you never, ever forget that vocation. Because that yoke of Christ placed on you to remember and care for one another, seeing the image of Christ in one another, don't ever forget that, all souls. Because it is beautiful, and the world is so very much in need of that, especially today. Christians, we are bound to take on Jesus as our teacher and as our Lord. Christ is the rock on which we stand. The wisdom of Christ is the wisdom that we accept. And Christ's burden is the burden that we take on. And this is so, so good. Because the wisdom of the world today makes it easy for us to think of ourselves first as individuals, Without masters and without accountability. But like the wise of Jesus' own day, this wisdom of the world is empty. It is subject completely to pride and to fear. Those people who Jesus was speaking of, the wise of their own day, their master was their own perception. They clung so tightly to the positions they occupied within their community and they were afraid to let go. And so the wisdom of Christ was hidden from them. They were unable to take off that worldly yoke and accept what Christ had to offer. So instead, that wisdom was given to a group of absolutely ordinary, often thick-headed and frustrating disciples, but they were willing to accept what Christ had to offer, learning from him, and participating in the work that he was doing, and the life that he was living. This group of disciples proclaimed the gospel to the ends of the earth, establishing communities that continue to this day, to this community of all souls. Sharing together in Christ's mission, bound together by Christ, and carrying a yoke that is utterly foreign to the wisdom of the world, but salvation and new life to all who are willing to put on Christ. His yoke is easy, and his burden is light. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.